MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino 9, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, Jazzy Fiddle. What's up? <laughs> What's going on, buddy? <laughs> and our video producer and audio producers, Dead Night Night and Cable2KX. What up, dude? Mutant Rat Devagation! <laughs> <laughs> you only know what that means if... Uh, you had to watch the free show, but uh, Dead Eye got a, a good kick out of uh, out of something. Something strange. If you want to start a band called Mutant Rat Defecation, hit me up in the Discord. <laughs> in the Discord. It's free. MotorCityGaming.com. Talk with gamers from around the world every day. Welcome to episode 178. Of the Games Little Podcast, brought to you by our lovely hairy sponsors, DetroitBeardCollective.com. Look at my freshly trimmed beard if you're watching on Twitch. If you're listening on the podcast, you can just hear how good it is as I ruffle it into the microphone. It's because I use products from DetroitBeardCollective.com, and you should too. Go online and make yourself an order. All the products you need, like the the shampoo you use on your head is completely inappropriate to use on your face. Your facial hair is super different than the hair on top of your head, and you need to buy the right products to take care of it. And they have the the oils you need to take care of your beard, keep it feeling right, Uh, beard balms for styling, beard shampoo for cleaning, uh, everything you need to, to have your beard feeling great, looking great, and very importantly, smelling great. Available for you in a beard crate. Choose all the all the products you need. Have them bundled together and shipped directly to your door. And here at Motor City Gaming, we're helping you save with the checkout code MC Gaming. You save twenty percent on orders twenty five dollars or more. Again, that's MC Gaming at DetroitBeardCollective.com. That is very beautiful. Thank you. But not as beautiful as. All of our supporters on Patreon. Me. You can influence the podcast and get early access to both GameZilla and GameZilla Alpha by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash GameZilla Podcast. Go there, support us, and if you support us at $5 or more, you get to do this great thing where you vote on the Fight Club where two of us battle to the death each month. Yet we keep coming back. Somehow. We have a lot of really cool uh, I think Cable's choices. actually a necromancer, and that's how he's bringing you back up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rose! No, I can't do a good part. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my but that's patreon.com slash gamezilla podcast. Alright, first things first that we gotta get gotta get right. You gotta fix the Metroid box. It just fell over. Oh no, gravity. Yeah. Oh, get up, man. get up, fix the box. Oh man. And while we're at it, we're just gonna sit there and say, Happy Metroid Monday! Mm, that's right. Ah. 
better hold that box up, Zilly. It's time for team talk, everybody. How how's everybody doing? Just one word. How are you doing? Good. We're mm. doing team talk. Mm. Damn. <laughs> the one there it fucking is. word. <laughs> team talk. Still waiting for Cable's one word. League. League. Okay, good. That's been team talk. No, <laughs> Jazzy, how you been? What's new? What's shaking? Oh, I've been great. Uh had some horrible League of Legends world watching this past weekend for myself. So I played. Um, didn't want to go into anything ranked, so I was playing a bunch of ARAM. Uh, some Destiny 2. Had got into that Trials of Osiris. Got into some Iron Banner. Played some more of the Raid. Played a lot of Destiny 2 yesterday, actually. Like, almost all day. Uh, playing a little bit of that Golf Story. Oh. In bed with my Switch. In what? Bed. Naked, yeah. though. In bed naked. At night, Switch. naked, oh. in bed. And then, then how, how do you like that game? I've thought about picking it up. It's all right. It's uh, is the golf fun to play? The golf is a lot of fun to play. Yeah, I'm still in the beginning where you're kind of like going through the RPG and learning who all the characters are, and there's a lot of talk. But um, the golf itself is a lot of fun. And then uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. Some Fortnite Battle yeah. Royale. Yep. Yeah, Destiny Destiny game was a little Destiny playing was a little rough for you. I, I agree. <laughs> and this is what's weird about it. So normally in the raid, I could hold my own. Normally in Iron Banner, I could hold my own. In trials, I just get shit on. I'm awful. You are awful. But yes, I mean, so yesterday I, so. was completely the opposite. I'm pretty sure my out. trials <laughs> was the best play I had yesterday, which is all not good. When but. you compare it to your raid play, I would actually have to agree with you. Man, um, fair. Jazzy, you forgetting to tell them why you got better? Um, because here's what happened. Cable runs around like an idiot in the middle of the open. True. So I just let him run around as cannon fodder, and then I just pick the guys off that shoot him. That's why you guys need me <laughs> to be your fourth for Trials of the Nine, because if there's anyone that's cannon fodder, it's Captain Titan here. I can, I can, I'm all about resilience. Just give my guy as much resilience as possible so I can just eat up those shots as a distraction. This it's worth considering if you want fodder. I'm sorry, I'm this the music's best. too much. Okay, yeah, I, can't, I can't do this music. <laughs> I hate it so much. No, I love it. I'm just over here dancing. I can't pay attention. Um, yeah, Deadite is the best fodder in in the game for sure. I can strategically get killed very well. Cable, how you been? What's new with you, man? Uh, I, I playing think, a lot of League. Yeah, I think you uh, you've picked up a new addiction that you finally have found why. Like you enjoyed League, you liked League, yes. but I think you have finally hit that point where it's. It's now you understand how how addicting it can become. Yeah, because I randomly just picked up a character that I saw that looked it cool and actually played her and liked her. Like really, really liked her. Evelyn, is that her name? How you pronounce it? Yep, Evelyn. And she apparently got a rework, so I don't know what the rework is, but I love her. She's fun. She's a jungle, so I'm a support jungle main now. The support character. jungle support man. Support jungle man. He's never played a real game of jungle in his life. Yeah. He's in for a rude awakening. I mean, in the beginner level, there is no jungle, so I can jungle all day. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, just stay I'm not, at that yeah. Just stay there. Just <laughs> stay there and be and be happy with your life. At the same time, I'm not going to say anything to him because the two roles I don't want to play are support and jungle. So That's true. I mean, yeah. We'll let him be support. a support jungle main. <laughs> support true. is fun. Even though I don't know if I'm doing anything right just yet because I haven't played with people who I've asked multiple times and texted. Hmm. Don't know, I don't know who you're referencing to. Let the audio listeners know that Cable is sadly looking at Grimlock. <laughs> <laughs> like a sad puppy dog. Like, don't why don't I get to go for a walk? I just know that the second I 
get the second I bite, it's all over again for me. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like all in again. So I'm just I'm tippy toeing. Like I keep kind of like putting my foot in the water, and I'm like, oh man, it feels it feels right. It feels warm. I'll do it. I'll play ADC with you. Okay. I'm, I play, mean, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, play Callista. So when you don't do what I want, I'll just pick your ass up and throw you. Where I want to throw you. That's actually what I was gonna do. <laughs> yeah. I figured, yeah, if he's useless, I could still use him as a bullet. So <laughs> that's fine. I mean, I did play with Ecto, and he used what's his favorite character? I can't think of his name. Uh, is it Trist? She he used that's Tristan Viger. Viger is Viger. Yeah, Viger bot lane, not meta. Yeah. But hey, he's off meta. Hey. But when you're playing co-op versus AI, you do whatever fuck you want. I'll take Viker bot lane and co-op versus bot. That's true. All right. Uh, what about Deadite? What's uh, what's new with you? Man, uh, I had a wild time. I went to a whole nother country over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ventured into the Great very, White North. Very long airplane trip. Yeah. Long, long travel uh, to Canada. <laughs> it took a whole from my house, a whole of 40 minutes with bridge travel. <laughs> Right. To go ten minutes deep into Canada, so you know I, I had quite quite the adventure. Um, so uh, we're just glad they didn't detain me. They didn't know about any of my warrants or just you know any of the shady dealings that I had while I was in Canada. So I made it back safely. Other than that, gaming wise, other than being an international outlaw, I've been going pretty hard on Metroid still. Samus Returns, and I'm down to twelve Metroids left. So get close. I'm closing in on it, and man, it's uh, every time you get to like a new zone, it's so exhilarating. But like, ooh, I'm back to exploring instead of backtracking, go like traversing the new terrain. It's yep. just as fun as it's ever been in a Metroid game. So, um, you know, the goal is for me to have that done by the end of October. So, uh, I I think I'm gonna get there. I'm having a great time with it. So, that's good. That's good. Um, I am disappointed that my payoff to the border didn't work in not allowing you back into the U.S. Well, you know, when you're smuggling cocaine back in through sci-fi AJ's butt, he's keistering it, the border guards know they're getting a cut. So I don't know how much you try to bait them, but it's not that cocaine money. It's not that crack money that we were moving. That's so. fair. See, I was unaware of this. Yeah, you don't know that AJ, sci-fi AJ is actually a coke mule. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm his driver. All right. Well, we we had a we had a big week. Um, I'm going to cover a few things, but first off, thank you to everyone that came and visited us at Nerd Out, the uh, the big nerd sale at Go Comedy yeah. in Ferndale. It was super successful. Um, here's yeah, we, we we threw up a picture of just people at our table, just going through games, and uh, we, we, it was awesome. We had return customers, people that came in are like, oh man, we came here hoping that you would be here. And like that, that was pretty cool. It was only our second sale ever. Um, everybody else around us was super cool. And the facility is, is, you know, they're super nice giving out food and drinks, making sure all the vendors are happy. Um, yeah, I'll be there next time. So, so when the next nerd out's coming up, we'll let you know. But, uh, yeah, Jazzy and I had a good time. Um, it's always fun to talk video games with other people, right? So, yeah. And then a lot of this was, uh, you know, I'm my game room's getting out of control. Everyone, people locally know what's what my game room looks like, but they don't know what the basement looks like and what the closets look like and what the spare bedroom looks like. And, and like, it's getting ridiculous. So, um, so yeah, some of the collection is being uh, sold, not. Not crazy, you know. I'm keeping all my favorites, but I've I've 
obtain so much stuff in a short amount of time. You know, that, I volunteered for you to keep as much of that as you wanted in my game room. Right, I did, and I, that's why yeah. uh, on the show today <laughs> we have Donkey Kong Country and the original Metroid boxes. Uh, they're extras that I had, so Deadite will be completing some of his collection um, for for his room. So yeah. there you have it. Yeah. And I think uh, De- I think uh, Brick Bitch gave you a free Funko Pop. That's too. right. She's sending me home with Ash. So what are you complaining about? We got three things I, on the I, table that I, you're taking home. I've just made it clear that if you want to just keep more things in my <laughs> game room, I have I have shelf space. Yeah. Well, I need to repurpose some of it so I can buy more stuff for the game room. That's right. That's not an addiction. That's normal. <laughs> I mean, I'm still willing to take that Miles Pop off your hands. Yeah. So right. you don't, you don't yeah. We know, we know. That's not my call. So, <laughs> video games, my call. Funko Pops, not really my call. But, anyways, yeah, we had a really good time, um, and we can't wait for the next one. But uh, besides that, we had some. I had some exciting stuff happen in Destiny. Um, I beat the raid, which I had done before. But the big thing was I. Beat the Prestige Nightfall this week. And I didn't know what that meant, right? I knew it was harder. Like, I knew it was one of the hardest things you can do in Destiny 2 right now. And I knew it was a trophy that I needed. So we tried with uh, Enigma and another clan member, Super. uh, And third time, first two was rough. We got to the boss, but we had no no chance in hell. Mm -hmm. Third time, we get to the boss and... We're surprised at how much time we have left. We actually got there. We're like, all right, cool. Let's do damage. And we get and it's and it's the spire one where it's like the the boss drops three levels or whatever. You know, every time yeah. you damage him, the a one full that was bar. in the beta. Yeah, it was the beta beta strike. Well, we got by the time we got to the third, the final floor. He's just ads are everywhere. Every everything's killing us. We can't like. There's no point where all three of us are alive at the same time. We're literally just wiping in a cycle, trying to keep one person up to at least do damage. It gets down to like the last minute, and we're all wiping at that point because we can't control the ads. Our supers aren't up, and we're just like, <laughs> like this dude has low life, but we can't even get up and do damage, let alone stay alive. So. I'm like we're gonna we're gonna lose this we're gonna lose this and we again we so we start re- rezzing up after 30 seconds down because no one's able to pick each other up so we have to wait for the timers respawn pop a few shots before you die again. Long story short, I'm doing the math in my head. We all go down. The boss is like almost dead. I'm like, I have five seconds. I will legitimately have five seconds when I hit this respawn button to get up and shoot him and hope I do enough damage or or we wipe or it's over. And I, I knew that uh, Enigma had gotten him down low. I get up. It spawns me backwards. I'm staring off into nothing. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. shit. I spin around, pop two shots. The first one hits, pops him, and, and we, we beat it. And I'm like, <laughs> at that point, all three of us are just screaming into, the, into our microphones. We're like, ah, ah. Like, we didn't know <laughs> what just happened. You know, trophy pops, and we get our aura. Uh, we get our aura above our heads, and then uh, you know, basically that that leads me into starting my hunter, getting into level twenty, getting on my subclass, and locking in my my platinum trophy for D two. Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. So I got the platinum for D one and D two, and uh, it took me just over a month. The September sixth release for Destiny, I uh, I completed my platinum I think on the thirteenth of October. So 
Looks like you were supercharged. Should have taken care of some of those ads. Yeah. No, that was uh, for my Platinum, so that's my Hunter in my last subclass oh, training. Nice. If you're looking at the photo here on twitch.tv slash Podcast. So, yeah. It's a video stream. It's pretty cool, though. So, if you do a prestige nightfall or a prestige raid, you get this aura that floats above your head, and um, it lasts for the week. And you can turn it off because legitimately it floats above your head no matter what you're doing. So you go into PvP, it's a light bulb above your head that people are going to be like, oh, yep, I can track them a lot easier. So you can take it off if you need to. But if you've ever scrolled down in the second set of equip uh, equipment options where like your sparrow and your ship are, there's that one block that's locked and you can't do anything with it. It's called Aura. It unlocks for the week that you, that you beat Prestige and gives you an Aura for you to put above your head. Got That's it. pretty cool. So, but so I'll uh, never yeah. click that button. Yeah, I I don't know if you will ever get a prestige. Fair. After seeing you in the raid, yeah, I don't know fair. if it's gonna very happen. Very fair. <laughs> that was awful. That was kidding. awful. I'm raid. just kidding. Jazzy's. That was an awful raid. <laughs> but yeah, so um, besides that, I've been playing some original Metroid on the NES because my wife surprised me for our five year anniversary with one thing that I've, I was missing in my collection, uh, and that is a complete in-box yellow label Metroid. The ultimate item acquired. Yeah, I, it was, it's one of, like, a, there's only a few other things I need to have that full complete in-box set, but uh, this was one that I had never seen in the wild, and um, we went out for dinner, we saw one, and I got all excited... So I ran to her and I was like, hey, they have such, you know, a yellow label Metroid complete in the box in the glass at this retro shop. Oh, okay, cool, get it. You know, and so I run back over and someone bought it right in front of my face. And I was like crushed, man. I was like, why did I walk away from the glass? Like, I know better. Like, if I see something I want, I get it out of the glass, the employee gets it in his hand. And then I go get my wife's permission, you know, <laughs> you know like yeah. something like that. But I, I got excited like a little kid, so I ran over. I was like, Jade, Jade, Jade. And then I ran back and I literally watched the guy point at it and pull it out. And I was like, oh, my God, I've, I'm so dumb. I can't believe I just did that to myself. So she, like, felt super bad and, like, went, snuck online over the next couple of days, found a one in good condition and, and ordered it and had it shipped here. So that's what she surprised me with. So obviously I wanted to make sure the cartridge worked, played a little bit, got super into it, kept playing. Uh, and that is why... I booted up League, and I updated League, and I even bought my first emote, a new functionality in League. And then I closed League and didn't go back to it. So You made the right call. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, and then the only other thing I... made the wrong call. (laughs) The only other thing I've been playing is uh, Axiom Verge on the Switch. So um, a lot of fun. But yeah, anything else exciting before we move on, you guys? Anything uh, Cable wants to announce, like uh, Kill Stealing Bitch or something like that? Why I gotta be a Kill Stealing Bitch? Man. I just want to play League with you. That's uh-huh. all. I don't know. You might ki- you might steal all my kills. I just... mean, I'm I'm not going to steal your kills. I'm gonna support you. All right. I'm gonna give you barriers. I'm in. Kills. I'm in for League. All right. Well, no more Destiny for me. I'm done. <laughs> that's fair. All right. Well, let's get into some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Download complete. All right, now here is why everyone's quitting Destiny. I'm going to go play League and leave Deadite to be by himself. Whoa, 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 time out. 
when did I say I was sticking with Destiny? That's true. I didn't mention. I played a bunch of Iron Banner this week, and I was saving it for to talk about in this portion of the news because I didn't need to, you know, blow all of our loads all at once talking about how <laughs> great Iron Banner is. Frustrating doesn't even explain Iron Banner and Destiny 2. Players are having serious issues with this new Iron Banner, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna probably turn this into our own personal opinion here, but. If you've played Iron Banner over this last week, uh, and it's about to end, you need then then I think you understand and have uh, maybe experienced the pain that we are all suffering. So to recap, Iron Banner no longer uh, is light enabled or power enabled, so everybody's on the same on the same level. Iron Banner no longer has ranks. You just go in and you play it as much as you want, and you earn tokens. Iron Banner. Like no. everything else in Destiny 2, you just earn tokens. Iron Banner no longer doesn't drop Iron Banner gear after matches. You get uh, crap instead and blue items and maybe a random purple here and there that really doesn't mean shit to you. But if for the actual Iron Banner gear, the only thing you can do is return to Lord Saladin, go go up there with your tokens that you've earned so, so mightily and turn them in to get, well hopefully get what you want and that's where i think the biggest problem with this game is along with other small fragments but the problem is is that i have turned in 14 i've received 14 packages from lord saladin that means i've created i've turned in i don't even want to know how many tokens but um i have had triplets of three different items Two of which, no, I'm sorry, one time it was three items in a row of the same item. Yeah, it actually happened. I had three fusion rifles drop in a row. It's a good fusion rifle. So not only can you only get your drops from from the tokens, not only do they drop at low low power level, they're not dropping even near what you are. But there are the, the the actual drop rate is all jacked up and broken. People are just are trying to you know farm this so they can get the armor because that's I think really the big thing is people want the armor. It looks cool and and you can only get it there. And there's certain there's a couple guns out there that like people are like yeah I would like to get the guns but I want the full set of armor. And I, I mean I've had people that turned in 14 packages didn't get a single piece of armor. Like, this is, oh, man, it's rough. It is rough. On top of that, it doesn't, all it feels like is Crucible minus, sorry, Crucible with a substitution of who's announcing it. That's all it is. It's, yeah. it's literally control with Lord Solomon talking. So why don't you, Deadite, why don't you give me your, uh, your feedback on, on Iron Banner, the first Iron Banner of, of Destiny 2. So as we talked before, I'm not going to get into the power level and stuff because it's the first go. It may, it actually kind of makes sense to me to have our first Iron Banner not be power level enabled. I'd like to see the next one be. It gives people time to get closer to that light cap that maybe aren't as quick to playing it as some others, i.e. me. <laughs> but in the original Iron Banner, it was great. You you had bounties, which aren't even in Destiny 2, um, but you had different bounties that could give you credit. You got credit for, for playing that went to your cumulative score to continue ranking you up, and you could eventually get to the point where you could even purchase the gear that you didn't get in drops, but as you play, you get drops, and then, you know, 
once they had the rise of uh, Iron Iron Banner towards the end of Destiny One, you actually they they increased the drop rate and you got rewards for your special Iron Banner rewards for completing Iron Banner bounties. On top of drops, on top of getting rewards for hitting certain rank from Lord Saladin. So, oh, and the drops scaled with your character. So I typically in Destiny One was a decent light level lower than everyone else that was that was involved with Motor City Gaming. But I knew if I went really hard on Iron Banner for the week, I was probably going to go up five, six, seven, maybe eight light levels. Like I would really jump up because I was putting in the time and I was getting drops that scaled with me. So this time, the only thing that helped my light level with running Iron Banner was nothing. <laughs> yep. the, because as I was running Iron Banner... Other members of our clan were finishing the raid, and I was getting those high drops as a bonus for other people completing the raid. So to me, that it got to the point last night. I know I'm not going to play any Iron Banner tonight, so it was going to be my last evening to play Iron Banner. And I was sitting there, and I told Al, I was like, yeah, you know, once we're done watching a movie, I'm probably going to hop on and play some more Destiny. And then I honestly thought about it, and I was like, I think I'd rather play Metroid in bed and just watch more TV with my wife than go play Iron Banner. And that would have never happened with the old Iron Banner because I loved competing yep. and getting the drops. It was so fun. But this time I was like, what's the point? I didn't. I don't feel motivated to play it. And I don't know if the matchmaking is broken as hell or what. I think I won three matches in all the matches I played all week. Yeah, matchmaking across all PvP and Destiny is a mess right now. And we can talk We can talk trials if, and, and tell you that we'd go in match one on a card against three people that had 50, sorry, 10 to 50 flawless runs already in trials. Why in God's name would I ever see these people in matchmaking when I've never even won two matches so far in D2 trials? Why am I getting matched against people that have 122 trial wins? Yeah. They even have the ban- The reason why I know this is because they have a banner that they put on that shows you how many wins they have. So you could track the analytic. Bungie gave the analytic ability for us to show off, but they can't seem to even use the analytics in their own matchmaking. And the same with Iron Banner. Iron Banner is, is matchmaking is broken across the board. But to go back to your point with tri- with the issue about um, the rewards in D1. Now we have challenges now in D2 that are daily. But so all those they were do, nice. those were nice. All they do is give you more tokens. Yeah. There's no way to get drops, and the difference was is that when you got drops in D1, those were the highlight level items. When you bought, when you finally didn't get the drop you wanted, and you went to Saladin and you bought it straight from him, it was a lower light level, and I'm okay with that. My problem is I can only go to Lord Saladin, give him my tokens, and he gives me a low light level. Like I earn these tokens, I should have at least a roll that can let me do that. By the way, that wasn't a real alarm; that was a I'm moving too much alarm. So Grim, calm down. Grim's Grim's <laughs> shocky buddy heart monitor. Yeah. The, the best the best meme or my iron banner experience was summed up by this meme that I seen and it's the best thing that I've seen to describe how this iron banner is and that is a um a warlock who in all of his gun slots and all of his gear <laughs> slots has a scathe lock. Auto rifle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know what's going on with my device right now. All right. Well, next topic here. Hopefully Grim doesn't die. Uh, While that's happening, okay, Iron Banner, 
I I think the developers at Bungie are like, hey man, remember how fun going to Chuck E. Cheese was in like spending all your time and money getting tickets to get like a Tootsie Pop and a Chinese fire, tra- fire <laughs> finger trap? Like that's what it's like playing Iron Banner. You grind super hard to get enough tickets to get crap. And you see those nice prizes, you're like, well, I'm never going to get that. That's true. It reminds, like, not that long ago, I was hanging out with my sister, and we saw uh, the rock candy on a stick. And yeah. I was like, oh, we used to love that as a kid. So let's get one for the old time's sake, right? So we get them, and it's like sucking on bath salts. Oh, it's man. Awful. Rock <laughs> candy's awful. awful. Yeah. It's absolutely awful. And we liked that as kids. Now, uh, so. I tried making rock candy one time, but I didn't realize you have to like boil the water to get like the uh sl- the like the crystal oversaturation. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I had like I had like some yarn hanging in a bowl of sugar water with like food coloring in it for like a month and my mom's like, You're attracting flies, you need to dump that out. <laughs> <laughs> you're like she's like, You didn't do it right. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so just just before we wrap this up, a couple tweets coming from some of the bigger uh, the bigger Destiny players here. Crucible Trials and now Iron Banner are all four v four with no light advantage. So at Bungie at DJ, please explain the difference. Hashtag not my Iron Banner. Next one, Iron Banner is trash. PvP has no variety in D two. Everything is the same with different titles and announcers. Unacceptable. True. Preach. Finally managed to play some Iron Banner. Hmm. Well, it looks like PvP isn't destined to be any fun for people solo queuing, which is what you said. Yeah, okay, it was rough because, like, I'm not some sort of PvP all-star, and there was a lot of times when I was solo queuing that I was leading the team, and I was like, my God. Like, I, I was like, okay, I have 16 kills. Everyone else on my team has four kills, and then their top player has 30 kills. I'm like, how is any of this fair? <laughs> Now you've all seen the uh, the, vi- the little like meme slash video of like the little boy and like the announcer goes like, "Are you excited to like go to school? Like, won't you miss your mom?" And like the kids like, "No," and then just like starts breaking down crying. <laughs> That's the video that this person posted when it says, "Imagine playing four to six games of Iron Banner for a package, going to the tower to open your package, and it's a scape lock." Scape lock. Because that's what happens. It's bad. It's it's bad. I I put a lot of time into it because I wanted to try to get. I also was like, ooh, you have your daily and then you have your season reward, right? Your seasonal season one milestone, which is ten get ten packages. It gave me an emblem, and then oh no, it gave you an emblem. <laughs> it gave me yeah. an emblem, and supposedly I think it gave me an engram, but the engram powerful engram. But yeah. it didn't. But it wasn't dropped. It wasn't dropped, and it didn't. And it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't even Iron Banner gear. No, it was a. It's a disaster. It is a disaster, and and this is the trend here. So that's all going on. We we everybody's having problems now at, with in-game content. That's the problem, right? There's not there's not enough to do <laughs> after the game's done. I said this months ago, and now I'm now I'm backing it up. Hmm. Broken ass battlefronts not looking so bad now. <laughs> yeah, but did you hear that EA and and uh, and Dice and them they responded to the ba- all the hate from the beta? They're actually changing how the loot crates and stuff. Oh hell yeah! I might be back on trying to. They're get They're actually yeah. making adjustments I'm because people are so upset. So like they they're listening and reacting. Well, you know, De- Bungie's listening. They found out that this uh, this special or this this emote dance called the. Uh, I don't even know. Walk. Yeah, bureaucratic walk 
you can glitch through walls. So they removed it from the game. Next story. Thanks. Thanks, Bungie. <laughs> I figured you guys would like that one. <laughs> but, like, like, I get it that you could just remove that from the game, and anybody that bought it, like, is still going to, uh, it still has it, and they still can glitch for now. But, like, you can glitch, in, like, if you've seen people with pictures of them, like, standing next to uh, Everest or, uh, or Eververse Lady or whatever, and then, or any of the other, like, um, characters behind a counter they, they glitch the wall and then take a picture you can also glitch through walls in the raid and stuff like that though so like it is technically useful i guess if you want to cheat but so they just remove that they don't make any statement about all sorts of different things i don't know about you but i was in the raid this week and got uh pulled pulled the 878 error where my entire party crashed out of the raid the entire party. Oh, you got We that. had to load yeah. back into the raid and run through the underbelly and get back to the room we were in because we all got booted because of this stupid bug that Bungie and Sony have acknowledged and it has taken them until this patch that is just about to hit. And this is what their words. It should fix the problem. I have crashed in this game, I don't know, probably 10 to 15 times now. Just complete blue screen crash, have to reboot. Anything I was in the middle of, gone. Doesn't matter. But don't worry, because Bungie is firm on fixed rolls on weapons. That's not changing. So if you are upset about not being able to grind for the god roll on a gun, be upset, because it's not changing, because they believe this is right. I mean, I kind of agree and don't agree. I... I mean, if, if you agree, though, you should at least be able to play Iron Banner and get the guns that you want. True. Because guess what? If I get another Darcy, I, like, like, I get duplicates all the time. If you, were, if you were so set on a gun, now an exotic's an exotic, right? It never had different roles, so that's a bad example. But I've gotten plenty of, of hand, gun, hand cannons and scout rifles and auto rifles that are legendary that... I just, I just dismantle them, or hopefully there are decent, there are a few lights higher where I can infuse them into something, maybe. But my problem is, is that why is the duplication drop so goddamn high if there's not different rolls on guns? Man, cable, do we tell them? You have all of the Iron Banner guns. I know, I know, I do. Because yeah. they take the Darcy. They pull the scope off of it, they paint it, they slap an Iron Wolf sticker on the side, and they call it the Tina. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You have every Iron Banner gun in your inventory right now. You're 100% right on that point. You are 100% right. I can't argue that. But like, If you have to give tokens, why don't the, they could even give you set levels. Okay, your first token, you're going to get this piece of armor, your second, you know, when you're, and then you, it gives you something to grind for, or even like a range. Like, hey, within your first three, you're going to get. Uh, you know, an armor, a gun, and an armor. Like you could have it be certain scaled, so it could alternate. Or you know, you know, if you once you hit five, you get a helmet. Once you hit ten, you get you know a certain gun. And in between, it's random drops. Like you could do those sort of things, and maybe they will. But it, I don't know. They already do it for trials. So why why is that okay for trials, but not for everything else? Yeah, yeah. So um, last piece on on Destiny. I, I put it all up front so we can get it, get it out of the way. Um, Bungie knows. That Destiny 2 players are not happy. This is a statement that was made uh, by the director of Destiny 2. 
And it simply states, Ever since launch, there has been feedback posted anywhere and everywhere that discussions about Destiny 2, and it's all happening on the internet. I'm always dialed into our own fact forum, as well all other avenues you travel to share your ideas with us. Some topics are as broad as ways to make the Crucible more fun. Some are much more specific, like add a method to mass delete shaders. Um, yeah, if you don't know this, if you have a hundred of, of one type of shader, like watermelon, you have to dismantle it one at a time. Oh, I know. A hundred times. I did it this weekend. We're, uh, this continues on to going saying, we're reading as much of your chatter as we possibly can. There are millions of you after all. One thing we have noticed is a lot of discussions about in-game and how it can be improved. Right now, these discussions are also happening in our studio. We are listening, but need time to digest everything and draw up the best plans for the future. We will have more to say on this soon. Please stay tuned and keep the conversation rolling. This is a sequel. This is not the first game. Exactly. They should have had a better plan than let's see what people complain about, you know? Yeah. That's exactly what I'm what I what I was saying is that you you just you can't you can't do this and expect success. Like and the fact that you, you know you got people to buy your game and the fact that people are playing it is fine, but how many times before those people don't buy your game? And how quick is the fall off? Like you've already, they've already come out and said that physical purchase of Destiny Two is fifty percent down compared to Destiny One. Now, mind you, that's only physical, and I think digital is obviously a, is a you know a more healthy option than three years ago. Okay, but my problem with this is that third factor, real quick. Third factor, we know it's a good chunk of players waiting to buy on PC. Right, yeah, and you've and yeah, you've you've made people convert to by giving them a PC option, but I still think it's something to consider that you have a fifty percent decrease in physical copies purchased. I want to see those other numbers for you to prove me that actually you have more players, or at least you broke even, because that doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good at all. And when you look at this game, I personally I have nothing left to do. Unless I want to go get, like, grind for some specific gun, which I have most of them. I have 90% of the guns in the game. Probably missing. I'm missing a few. But I have nothing left to do. I've beaten your raid. I've done prestige. You know, you delayed the prestige raid, so I don't even have that as an option. But, like, there's nothing left. The only reason I play is because of... I have friends that want to do things and I want to help them. And that's, and I get enjoyment working as a team. That's it. There's nothing like Tuesday comes around and the reset comes. I'm like, well, I'm a three Oh five. And, uh, like, I don't really care. Like maybe I make my cold heart one point better, or maybe I like, it's nothing. There's nothing there. And it's shocking that you come out, the director also comes out and says things like, hey, um, we know that we did things right. We know things are right because so many, uh, such a high percentage of our players hit the cap already of 305. Meaning that, you know, a lot of our players are invested and tried really hard to get to the cap. And it's like, or you, or you made the cap easy, realistically. Like, if people just signed on and did their Tuesday resets and, you know, and found groups to run the raid with, it, it's not, you know, it's not, uh, 
anything difficult. Realistically, 305 is a little bit difficult because you need like one, you know, one or two lucky drops. But 304 is easy. All you have to do is sign on, do your do your milestones, sign off, come back next week, sign on, do your milestones. You'll get there. It, you'll get there. So for the people that are trying to do it and are frustrated, just it, it takes a little bit of time. And if you didn't do it right at the beginning, that's why you're a little bit behind. That's it. That's the only reason. It's not luck. It's not that because you're not good enough. It's not because you didn't do this or that. It's just sign on on, on reset day. You know, go get go do your flash points. Go do your your nightfall, and uh, you know, find a group to run the raid in, and do it again next Tuesday. And that's just I'm sorry, but I'm already done with it. I'm already over it. Like. I just don't get what Bungie thought was going to happen here. You needed to have more for the end game. Especially considering that the game itself isn't that long. I've played through the campaign three times because you made me with my Titan and my Hunter and, you know, my first character, my Warlock. So, I don't know. I don't get it. And to come around and sit there and say these things, it's like, that's great that you're acknowledging that, you know, you hear us, but... What what is it? Because you got people data mining this game and finding fragments of code about Prison of Elders, and then going like, "Oh man, Prison of Elders might be dropping for Destiny 2. which I don't know about you guys, but it would give me something more to do. So I was like, mm, "Okay, cool, Prison of Elders." Well, Bungie will come out and make a comment on that. They'll say, "Oh well, um, that's actually just some some mess that we didn't clean up from the first game. It's it's just some fragmented code that we missed and it's uh in the Destiny 2 code, but we're not but Prison of Elders isn't coming back. That was their response to it. Isn't all of this supposed to be completely new? Like different servers, different everything? Right? That's the other so thing. So how do you have fragmented code left in a it's called, game you were supposed to wipe. It's probably called copy and paste because they were like <laughs> copying code and be like, yeah, that'll work. We'll just throw that over oh there. Oh, my God. Who, who the hell knows? But anyways, Destiny, like, I've I, I played a lot of it. I, I'm going to play more of it. I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait for some DLC because there's not enough stuff to do. But, man. You got some. You got some work to do, because the problem is that this game came out and everyone was like, "Yeah, Destiny 2, We're gonna play it. Yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah, Destiny. I'm glad it's back." Well, you know what? It's the, the three to six month window is what I'm scared about. Is that you're gonna it, people are just gonna plummet. There's plenty of games coming out in the next couple months for people to say, "Cool, I'm gonna take that disc out, or I'm gonna, or I'm gonna move over to to another game." Because I have Battlefront, because I have Call of Duty, because I have Mario, because I have South Park, because I like I can keep going. Like Overwatch is always there waiting, <laughs> yeah. and ready to come back oh, to yeah. it. Yeah, there's a Halloween event going on right now. That guess what? They have skins that I don't have because I can't get anything in Destiny that I don't have. So what's the wait, point? Wait, 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 wait. You're gonna have to buy those skins. You're not gonna be able to get those skins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. You're right. I might get one. For a character that I don't care about. but <laughs> All right, I got to move on. I, I spent way too much time on Destiny. So um, moving on. Uh, interesting interesting controversy started up in UK. A UK lawmaker is getting involved in a loot box um, lawsuit. Loot box potential lawsuit. And I don't want to get into too much of this, but the concept here is that in the UK and certain parts over there, there are gambling rules, gambling laws that are put in place to protect people and children from uh, online and, and, uh, and even physical on-location gambling. But the 
thing that we've always talked about loot boxes, right, is that they're bullshit, right? They're, they're just fucking garbage. We hate them. And I, over here, there's certain laws that technically loot box falls into in the concept of false advertisement and, and really just kind of, um, uh, you know, leading people on to believe that they're, they're going to be able to, do, to attain something or get something. And then they put, so they spend money and then they don't get it, right? So, they, so, this, so not delivering on goods promised. And that's going down here in uh, in the UK. It's all early on, but and it's really just it's a lawyer that's looking into seeing if it'll fit. But I find it interesting because there are other parts in the world that that could follow suit real fast that have similar gambling laws, you know, in place to protect people. And I I I believe from reading this uh, article, we'll we'll attach it in our download page on the on the podcast page, MotorCityGaming.com. But if you read it, <laughs> it legitimately explains loot boxes, and I believe they might actually have a case here. So I'm gonna follow it, and as it actually becomes official, we can maybe use an alpha show or something and actually break down the actual lawsuit uh, that's you know potentially gonna take place here. But. We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll get away from loot boxes uh, and, and companies can't just dangle carrots in front of us all the time. Um, next topic I have is Life is Strange Before the Storm. Episode 2 gets a release date and that is coming out real soon, October 19th. So if you've picked up this prequel from li- uh, of uh, Life is Strange, now it's Before the Storm, uh, Brave New World will be available on October 19th for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC, uh, continuing the the, st- the prequel story for you. So that's dropping. Not going to spend any more time on that. PlayStation VR. This one's interesting. Get a PlayStation VR for $225. Yep. Now that's without the PS4 camera, and it's, this is only a limited time, and this is, uh, is going to be through Target. So... Target has an app called the is what's it called? Cartwheel. Cartwheel. Yep. Cartwheel. 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 Uh, which is like an, uh, you download it on your phone. They release coupons every week, and you that's only you can only use it in store. And so you basically are able to download this coupon, which is giving you twenty five percent off of the three hundred dollar PSVR headset, bringing it down to two hundred twenty five dollars before tax. Uh, it's the cheapest we've ever seen a VR headset. Uh, you still would need to get a PlayStation VR, but or sorry, a PlayStation camera. But the camera uh, you can pick up for le- le- uh, what was it? Like 45, 45 bucks. And um, if you put that together, it's still under three hundred dollars, which was the bundle that Sony released a little while ago with the camera. So this is the cheapest we've seen a PlayStation VR. But again, if you have the camera and you, you can pick up the headset for two twenty five, you know we were spending four hundred dollars at launch for this thing. So we're yeah. seeing, and this has been the biggest, I think the biggest roadblock for this technology is that you were trying to sell this device at the same price as your, as the PS4. So yeah, yeah, you got people to buy it and the sales have been decent, but you know, if you want to get that, that casual gamer, that person that's unsure about VR, you know, those things, you got to get this price down. And I think that's what they're working on. And it's good to see. I, I, I like seeing tech, this technology getting cheaper because it is very cool. And Sony just came out and announced 60 games that are on their way through early 2018, uh, including Doom and Gran Turismo Sport, both going to have their VR um, ready by early 2018. 
So I figured out what I want to play next on my VR. What's that? Well, I, I don't remember if it was Farscape or Farpoint. 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 Yeah, the one with the gun, with the gun. apparatus. Yeah. yeah. I've heard good things about that, yeah. That was the one that almost kept me from getting rid of it, but I still got rid of it because I just couldn't do it. But, um, yeah. So, next up is uh, something to be a little excited and potentially worried about, Cable. Star Wars Battlefront 2 PS4 Pro Bundle has been revealed. That's right. We have our first Pro that has a design on it, not just white. Like, like I know we got the Destiny one, but it was just a white Pro. This actually has the Imperial, the Rebel logo, Star Wars printed on it, um, along with the the newer... Um, man, what do they call it? I forgot... The Rebellion, the Empire, uh, and the Inferno Squad, which is the elite Imperial force that's part of, that's the campaign that you're playing in Battle, Battlefront 2. But, um, yeah, this tells me that maybe we're going to see super, uh, Spider-Man. Yep. Maybe we'll see a Spider-Man because it's exclusive, and why not? Like, do it. It's a bright red system with like the blue Spider-Man logo on it, or like, oh, it or like, a, or webs, or because it's three stack, it'd be awesome if it was like red on top, bottom with the blue in the middle, you know, and then and then the design still like a web design. It needs to have the web design in the white, like his costume is. <laughs> yep, it yep. has to happen. Yeah, so it um, and it's got to shoot webs. Yeah, this ca- this council <laughs> this council will feature a special mirror finish, so it looks like they're going back to like a, a glossy finish. Uh, with, and then with the icons that we told you about, it does come with a special controller that also has those icons on it, and it does give you the deluxe edition of uh, Battlefront Two, and it's four forty nine ninety nine, and it's available for pre order now. I actually like this one more than the Vader one. Yeah, I think I like this one more than the Vader one too because it's uh, it's just more like Star Wars versus one char- versus char- uh, one character. It's more stylish. Yeah, yeah. And it's a pro. Yeah. I mean, and it's a pro. Yeah, absolutely. So that's uh, that's available now for for pre order. So yeah, if you're looking for a pro, now's the time to jump in. Besides that topic, we're gonna move into Xbox One because the update has gone live. Xbox One Fall Update goes live today, and it's paving the way for the Xbox One X. So uh, Microsoft has outlined the new features including included in the Fall Update for Xbox One, um, and it basically is going to be bringing you the new home guide and community features, which um, if, if you are an, an Xbox insider... That got it. We we talked about this back in August. So, um, but now it's available to everyone. The uh, update players can now personalize their home screen by customizing what they see when they boot up their console. With addition of blocks, players can add a friend, game, etc. to their home screen, which can then be moved or discarded at will. The update to home also allows you to have up to forty pins and adds dark light and high contrast theme options. The guide layout also has been updated, making it easier and faster to jump between tabs, switching between apps, and return to the home screen. It also features friends in games, uh, fly out to inform you when your friends are playing the same game. Additionally, the multiplayer tab now includes a new tournament section that provides a look at the tournaments you have joined. 
Uh, other than that, you get an enhanced notification system. So when your Xbox One goes idle, important activity and status notifications are made visible from far away. Uh, additionally, screen dimming has been improved to prevent screen ghosting. And the Game Hub Welcome tab has been redesigned to show a summary of all the related content on a single page. It looks really good. Uh, we updated the Xbox um, before we played, and it does. It, it, it looks sharp. It looks great. And obviously, this is them prepping for the uh the Xbox One X, um, which that console setup experience has been has been improved to make it a quicker and smoother experience for new users and those upgrading to the new console. Bulk transfer will allow you to transfer as much of your content as you want all at once, and you can transfer your games to an external drive and jump right into action by connecting it to the new Xbox One X. So, it's cool. It needed it. Yeah, Mixer has its own tab now, so... They're really pushing that, pushing that that streaming functionality out of the out of the Xbox too. Yeah, neat, neato. Along with Xbox, we want to congratulate a special little guy. Well, two special little guys. Cuphead sells one million copies. Oh wow! Already? Yep. All that's exact. That was my that was my comment right there. Already. Um, developer studio MDHR announced today its colorful boss-focused action game has gone platinum, selling 1 million copies since it released on September 29th. The studio made sure to thank the fans for Cuphead's success. That's good news. It's a success. Yeah, it's good news, and it's an Xbox exclusive, so how about that? The only one, that's why it's a success. <laughs> oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. All right. On a more uh, interesting note here, we've been hearing a lot about Fortnite uh, Battle Royale and uh, its creator, Epic Games. Well, they've had, you know, 7 million players playing it. They've, had, they've been having a lot of growth since they launched this, uh, this Battle Royale uh, freebie mode that you can play on consoles and PC. Uh, but they've had a lot of cheating as well. Mm -hmm. And Epic Games has already decided to take legal action against the cheaters. Epic Games is filing a copyright infringement claiming against two notorious Fortnite cheaters. Anyone who has played Epic Games' incredibly popular Fortnite Battle Royale knows that cheaters have quickly become a major problem, and Epic, unlike other companies, is stepping in to put an end to it. According to documents obtained by Torrent Freak, Epic launched lawsuits against two alleged cheaters, Mr. Broom and Mr. Vrosper, who have been caught cheating and banned multiple times, yet continue to make new accounts to play. Epic's complaints point out that cheating and enabling others to cheat is in violation of terms and agreements players must agree to before accessing the game. Broom and Vrotspire both work with a cheat provider called Addicted Cheats and target popular streamers to gain notoriety. Uh, they're both accused of having written the cheat code themselves. Oh, sorry. Vaspire is accused of having written the cheat code himself, and Broom has previously stated he is working on a cheat to create unwanted chaos and disorder within the game. Both defendants are facing up to $150,000 in damage for copyright infringement. Don't do this. That's it, man. That's as simple as it gets. It's like, this is what I was telling people. We, we were running the raid in Destiny, and they're like, hey, you want to try to cheese it? You want to try to do that thing we saw on YouTube? I'm like, hey, how many hours do you have in this game? They're like, oh, I don't know, probably like 60 hours, right? I'm like, cool, do you want your account banned? They're like, what? I'm like, like if your account was just gone tomorrow, how would you feel? 
well, I don't want that. I'm like, then don't cheat. Don't even try it. Yeah. Because, because they will know. If they want to look, they will find you. You are on their server. Your system with a serial number is connected to their server, and you're doing stuff that they can track specifically, like, oh, I have to hit the start menu, and I have to go do here, and this and that, at specific times during the room that you would never do if you were normally playing. So guess what? They will find you very easily, and if they want to ban you, like Epic Games is doing, they will do it. And so for me, it's like, no, I don't want to, like, if I get into a room, they're like, we're going to cheese it. I'm like, cool, guys, I'll see you later. I don't care. It's just not. It's not worth it to me, man. I put too much time into it. The last thing I want to do is is sign on and be like, "You're no longer allowed to play Destiny." <laughs> it's just like, oh, I damn. blame Bungie for all this. It's their no. It's Destiny their fault. Destiny Two is so boring. People <laughs> are going to Fortnite and trying to figure out how to cheat. Oh just God, fun. no, that's not it. That's not <laughs> it at all. But uh, yeah, so um, good for good for Epic. I think I think yeah. this is great. I think you need to crack down on people trying to. You accept user agreements every time you you play a game online or or, or enter multiplayer, all sorts of things. Technically, even when you buy a game, but you uh you know so they're break you're breaking their rules. So in that case, the second they can prove it, they have all the right in the world to come after you, and I hope they do because you ruin the game for others. I don't know. I think Cable can agree with me on this one when I say, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah, I agree. You are such a liar, Cable. Latino heat. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Everything Cable and I know it, we learn from wrestling. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> you lie, we cheat, we steal. <laughs> Next topic, Street Fighter V's final season. Uh, final season 2 DLC character is Ziku. Who? Z E K U. Wait, were, no, were you talking about Street Fighter? Yeah. I fell asleep as soon as you said that. Hey, I just I want to put out some fighting information for people. If if you're excited about this this the next uh, ninja coming to Street Fighter Five, he's he's hitting October 24th, and he's the final DLC character for season two. He flies in on a carpet like a flying squirrel. Yeah. You wait. You mean it is an extra angsty Akuma? Yep. Just a reskin re of another character? <laughs> Gassy Zangief? Like, dumb. <laughs> hey, man. I'm just trying to give our fighting fighting fans some, some news, okay? Yeah. Well, it's cool that they actually put out a, a new character that's a new character. It's true. All right. South Park, the fractured butthole season pass details have been revealed. So the game is coming out this week. And uh, everyone's very excited for it. And now uh, Ubisoft has has moved forward with what the season pass is going to uh, entail. So available on October 17th for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, the season pass will include three DLC packs and free day one content. The day one content includes the relics of Zaran, costumes, and perk packs, which will be available to non-season pass holders uh, for $5.00 as well as the Tauli, your gaming bud, which provides an in-game tip-giving buddy and will be available for those without a season pass for $2. But the first of the DLC packs included with a season pass is Danger Deck, where players have to face the ultimate combat challenge and Dr. Timothy Danger's deck, Danger Deck, will be available to all players as separate purchase for $6 in December. 
Uh, the second DLC pack is new, is a new story called From Dusk Tell Casa Bantia, uh, which will has your team up with the Coon and Mysterion to defeat a demonic presence at Casa Bantia. It will be available for $12 in 2018. And then lastly, the Bring the Crunch uh, add-on pack will feature another new story with an all-new superhero class and will also be available for $12 in 2018. If you do buy the gold edition of this game, the season pass is included. So you don't have to buy it. But if you want the season pass, it's 30 bucks. If you buy this all separately, uh, I think you add it up. It's over $30 by 5 or 6 bucks or something like that. So it's you are getting a little bit of deal buying the season pass. The game looks great, though. I can't wait to play it. All right. And then lastly, I just uh, wanted to close out after all the good news with Cuphead and, uh, you know, and, and Xbox given its update. Xbox head Phil Spencer doesn't like paying for platform exclusive DLC. <laughs> he had to do it. He had to do it. His quote is, it's not the best PR answer, but he just doesn't like it. So... Uh, head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, says he doesn't like the idea of paying for platform-exclusive content, which is a huge thing that uh, you know they're trying to get better at. Now, again, he mentions DLC, not just like exclusive games, but, but he hates platform-exclusive content. He hates paying for it. Mm-hmm. So in an interview with GameSpot at the Brazil Game Show, Spencer explained his views on the practice. People always knock me on this. I've been on record. I don't love the idea or practice of us paying so that other platforms can't play or use a certain gun in a game or do a certain level, a.k.a. his Destiny, right? Destiny Destiny 1 um, PlayStation, PlayStation exclusives are just now hitting the Xbox when Destiny 2's out. So just to give you an example... Um, he goes on to say, I, I know I say that an Xbox history DLC um, exclusive, exclusivity windows with Call of Duty. I understand the fingers are pointing right back to Xbox. I, only, I can only be who I am. I'm not the best PR. It's not the best PR answer, but I don't like it. So um, I, just for me, I'm just, I kind of want to save this for last just to spend a few minutes on it because we've talked about Xbox and how like there's nothing specific to draw me to Xbox. And then you have the head of Xbox come out and sit there and say, I mean, me, me personally, the guy, the guy that's in charge of it all doesn't like paying to gain exclusive stuff for games. Now, mind you, I'm not talking about Cuphead where it's an exclusive game. I'm talking about could have, like, and this is a, this is a long shot, but could of Microsoft and Xbox, could they have had the exclusive rights to, let's say, Destiny 1's stuff? They just didn't want to pay for it. Well, it's absolutely it. Because it's coming to, like, the Destiny 1 stuff's coming to Xbox now. Right, it is now. But, I mean, Destiny's a, Bungie's a tough call because Microsoft and, and Bungie maybe didn't leave on the best terms, so maybe it was easier for Sony to lock that in. But at the same time, did Phil have the opportunity to lock in Jade Rabbit as an Xbox exclusive and then said no? Like, right? Because that's, that's basically what he's saying. Right. I just, for me, from, coming from, from my standpoint, from a looking at a console that doesn't have a lot of exclusive games itself, other than your Halo, your Gears, and your Forza, 
It's great when a Cuphead comes along. It's great when Ori comes along. But like, but you go long stretches where it's like, well, I can play Battlefront, Shadow of Mordor, Destiny, Overwatch. I can play all these games on either console. But a lot of times, there's exclusive content sitting over here and not here. And now you have the head of Xbox come out saying, well, that's because I don't like to pay for it. Yeah, if you don't have exclusive games, you should at least have exclusive content for the games know. that you do have. I just, I don't, yeah, it, 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 the comment, that, like, in the with the timing and everything with X coming out here just in a couple weeks and, and everything, it just feels to me like, did you really even need to come out and say that? Like, right. You know? What, then he backpedals in his little interview and he's like, well... It's not that that's what we base our decision off of. It's not the the right PR move most of the time. But okay, so now you're like, you're just saying this is your personal opinion, and it doesn't affect the decisions you make for Microsoft Xbox at all. Did he get promoted out of Xbox though? I thought he was with like Microsoft leaders or something. Maybe? He he got promoted, but he's still Xbox. Oh, okay. So basically what Windows did is they finally let Xbox come to the big boy table. Gotcha. Xbox sat underneath a Windows component. So Phil Spencer had to go to, to another person before and then that person would go to the CEO. Now Phil Spencer gets to go straight to the CEO. Mm-hmm. So they're taking the Xbox brand more seriously within the Microsoft realm. But I just think this comment is kind of like not, just unnecessary. It's unne- yeah, it almost feels like, you know, after after me after praising so much of the decisions you've made and all these things you've done, this kind of feels like eh, you probably should have just maybe not answered this question. But um, you know, and then it goes on, people that like people brought up the fact that like, okay, well then you're making this arrangement with Blue Hole about PUBG. You know, and all this stuff, and then and but his response, this part was better. He says, "People ask when when that's coming to PlayStation." I've got a deal working with Blue Hole to build the very best version of PUBG, Spencer said, and that's where I am focused right now. We're helping that game come to console. Our focus is making the best game possible. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but when you say the other thing before that, like I'm gonna sit there and say bullshit. You are very happy that PUBG is is has timed exclusive to Xbox. Like you can't sit there and say you're not excited that PUBG is coming to Xbox first. But. We'll see. Well, and the difference is you're going to have that time exclusive, and then it's going to roll out for the PlayStation, and then everybody's going to switch over to the PlayStation because Sony's going to say, hey, we're going to throw a little bit of extra money at Blue Hole to have, like, exclusive guns for PUBG. Nah, I don't see that happening. You don't think so? I don't see that happening. Exclusive gun? Uh, I'm sorry, from where? From He's saying that in, Sony's going to have, like, an exclusive gun in PUBG. I just don't see that happening. See, They're I, more likely to do it than Xbox is, though. I mean, based off what he's saying, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I My, don't think they'll do it. I don't mm-hmm. think Blue Hole as a company will allow it. See, I think Blue Hole 100% will allow it because I feel like right now Blue Hole is taking all, they're taking all the money they possibly can. You know, like, okay, Microsoft, oh, you want to you wanna produce this game for us? Sure. Oh, okay, you want okay, you want to give us water dynamics? Sure. Oh, okay, you want to extend the exclusive time frame for this game? Sure. Like, you know, that oh, we've left this game in alpha for however long and we've taken all these people's money. And, like, like for me, I feel like Blue Hole, like, 
they might they might do it. I, we don't know we don't know what kind of company they are yet. I can honestly say they are a company that's they they've getting their money well worth in this game, and they're not fixing nothing that's much broken with this game. Yeah, they have not fixed anything that's broken. People are starting to lose interest in this game, even though it's still keeping the casuals that watch Twitch streamers and players are still having fun with the game. But it's starting to slowly die off with all the popular Twitch streamers because the game is so broken. Yeah, and so that the problem with that though is that Xbox put all their ducks in one pond with the, with PUBG coming to Xbox. And before we get any off any more tr- off topic anymore, there we can continue the PUBG Xbox exclusive talk in our Discord. So just head on over to MotorCityGaming.com, join the Discord. It's free, and it's buttons right on the homepage. Talk with gamers from around the world every day. Uh, this has been our attack on the news for these topics and much more. You want to visit MotorCityGaming.com and continue all the conversations on our Discord community. Uh, if you're not getting enough GameZilla podcast, you need to listen to GameZilla Alpha every Sunday for that extra dose of Zilla activity. Yeah! Give me that dose. This is usually where the, the next transition comes in. Oh, you mean this one? Hold on, I got you. <laughs> yeah! No, I meant esports. Welcome to Summoner's Rift. So this is a little bit risky. Oh my god, Frybrook, are you kidding me? Ambition steals the Elder Dragon! Oh, let's break it! Damn! Jazzy didn't give you a lead-in, so... No, he had no hype. It was like... Hold on, I'm about to bring frick, it. it was, I, I, I'm building it, okay? The hype's on the screen right now. <sighs> it was like, oh yeah, it's time for <laughs> esports, guys. <laughs> Yeah! Get some hype music going. I hate the wrong button, but you know. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, North America is on fire in the League of Legends World Championship. And by fire, I mean a giant dumpster fire. Okay? (laughs) Group stage is over. We have our lock-in to the bracket stage. And out of the three North American teams, which I predicted, Jazz E Fiddle predicted, all three teams are going to, to brackets. <laughs> Guess how many of those teams made it? That's right. Cloud9! Here. That's it. <laughs> Only Woo! Cloud9! So, to be fair, let me break this down. After the first round of group stages, all three teams were doing great. Okay? Then, round two of the group stages happened. Cloud9 needed to win one game out of their bracket. One. And they did it. Way to go, Cloud9. Congratulations. You have made it to the bracket stage for the third year in a row. Third year in a row. (laughs) Third year in a row proving that you are the best North American team in the world. That's right. You heard it from Jazzy's mouth himself. You are the best North American team in the world. North American team in the world. Now put the camera on me. Put the camera on me. (laughs) You want to? Because I I got something to say about this. All right. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Still waiting. I'm watching delay. I'm watching delay. I'm watching dead. I eat some some uh, lunch lunch (laughs) lunchables. lunchables. (laughs) He has a pizza lunchable going on. All right. Listen, Cloud Nine. All right, my boys. Cable 2KX's boys. Yeah. Jazzy Fiddle be hating. 
Jazzy Finn will be going to North America Championships and dogging on C9. So him coming around and being like, best NA team ever. Listen, man, we don't need you on our bandwagon, okay? <laughs> our bandwagon's full of real gamers, real teammates. And, uh, yeah, so that's why Cable and myself are starting a new clan on League of Legends. Yeah. Called C9 Love. Smoothie Love. <laughs> Cheers <laughs> <and> Love. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I never Impact said mode. I was hopping on the bandwagon. Nah. I was just you stating just the there. facts of esports, Mm-mm. and that is Cloud9 Mm-mm. is the best North American <laughs> <laughs> League of Legends team. Just remember those words because I don't want to come around next season and you'd be like, oh, Cloud9. I'll be like, man, remember when you were on the show and you were like, Cloud9 is the best NA team ever? Yeah. Oh, he's going to have a jersey next week. Watch. It's already on order. <laughs> <laughs> it's already on order. Oh, so my boys, TSM, they had a, a harder road. They had to no, win no, two. No, they didn't. They had to win. In the second round of groups, they had to win two games instead of just one. Whose fault is that? And it's their fault. Thank you. They gave them a harder road. They had the group of life. Everything was set up. The Ducks were in a row. And I don't know what the fuck they did, but they lost. And I'm disappointed. Immortals. Yeah, wait, the what's immortals. going on? I was just eating a Lunchable, not paying attention to anything you were saying. How my boys Immortals do? The Immortals. How are they ready to take on the second round, put in some work? Also needed to win one game. One game out of how many? Four. <laughs> oh, bet they won five. They <laughs> went 0-4 in the second round of groups. <laughs> Put wait, up wait, the no, 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 worst Jesse. performance. Wait, 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 Jesse, Jesse. That's what they looked like right Jesse, there. Grim's face. You're, you're confused how scoring works. Uh, the first number is the win, so they went 4-0. and oh. you're, you're saying that all wrong. I wish I could tell you, but I'm looking at the brackets right now. Let me see. You're lying. Let me and see. And I can show you. In the first round of bracket stage, we have SK Telecom T1 against Misfits Gaming, who did knock TSM out, so screw you, Misfits Gaming. Royal Never Give Up against Fnatic, Longju Gaming against Samsung Galaxy, and Team WE taking on Cloud9. So not only did our boys get out of group, but then they get matched up against the team that I was hoping they would in the in the bottom bracket of the knockout, which means they won't see SKT, they won't see uh, Longju, or... They could see Longju. Oh, yeah, they can see Longju. What's the other group under SKT's group? Under SKT? S- uh, Samsung. Uh, Royal Never Give Up Fnatic. Longju uh, and Samsung are yeah. playing. Guys, yeah. guys, guys. <laughs> Let's just have a moment for I need the Immortals. A moment for Immortals. And TSM. They're both <laughs> no, hot. they don't get to share this. This is Immortals time. Because they're both hot garbage. <sighs> this is for Immortals. I'm not sharing this taps with TSM. Double, double Lift is dead. Double lift it won't be returning, I guarantee. I'm calling that now. There's my there's my world's 2017 prediction. Your world's prediction. Doubles double lift came back to show everybody in worlds what he was about. And they didn't make it out of groups. <laughs> <sighs> well But C9 your did, prediction which means my prediction's still active. That prediction you just made, somewhat already to fruition, just <laughs> different person. Ready? A day after. TSM were eliminated from the World's Tournament 2017. The team's coach, Parth Nadu, took to Twitter to apologize to the fans for the team's disappointing performance, while adding that this Worlds was the last time that he would step on stage. 
So no more coach. So no more Coach Parth over at TSM, who basically has, over the past two years, built this team. To He's overrated trash. He <laughs> is. I was about to say, you guys should be happy because you haven't looked like anything in Worlds, so clearly yeah. he doesn't have it. He's done a great job of making you North American champions. Have a good life. Uh, get so. the next coach in here. Let's do better at Worlds. But I'm sorry you're not going to do it without double lift because I don't think he's coming back. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I he's going to leave and then he's going to come back. I don't that's think what, so. That's what double lift does. This one's this <laughs> one's this one's different, does. man. You guys, you guys got you guys got smoked by a bunch of teams that you had no business getting smoked yeah. by. Yeah. Okay, and my last story. Now that we got all hype out, I had to wear my jersey today. Team Dignitas, because we have some sad news. Right, can we get some more horns? Yeah, let's get some more horns. Sources tell us Dignitas League of Legends Championship Series franchising application has been declined. Oh, damn. That's right. North American LCS is going to franchising next season of 2018. Team Dignitas will not participate as a North American League of Legends Championship Series team. After finishing fourth this last year. After split. finishing fourth, they've had a strong run ever since 2011. So Team Dignitas has been there from the beginning. They've always been a mediocre to, to somewhat good team. They've never been up at the top. They've never been worst. But it's just sad to see that, that a team that's been around this long and has been such a big part of the North American LCS is just going to be gone next year. It the thing about it is, is we have no clue... Because Team Dignitas and Ori Games has not mentioned why their application was declined yet. Correct. And uh, you know that's the that's one of the problems here is that you're you're letting this stuff leak out via Twitter. That's basically how this happened, mm -hmm. and it's it's how the coach found out of Team Dignitas. So like, um, this isn't the way to handle things, you know. Like it, from Riot all the way to the owners, which is the Philadelphia 76ers organization owns team the the commanding uh, majority of, of Dignitas, of Dignitas yep. and it's like and you and it leaks out through Twitter and your head coach finds out via a Twitter post and it's it's like it's just what what are you doing and also this is a this is a ex established brand that you're just that you're denying but then you're going to go and give um I forgot who it was another another like um famous or sports related owner and his son they they have approved a spot for them and they don't even have a team yep so did it come down to more money i don't know like what what is it are you and is it is it is it so shitty that you can't publicly tell people and that's why we don't know uh, I know the answer. The 76ers can't even put a, a basketball team on the court let alone handle a League of they Legends. They put team. a fourth place team on on League of Legends. Well, I mean, it, the, the quality would have dropped off. I mean, <laughs> listen. All I'm saying is, you get you got ten spots for this 2018 franchise season. Ten spots, yep. and then you won't be having any more spots unless you do an expansion. So, ten spots to me, when I go look at the teams that existed, I don't, I like if long as they got the ten million dollar buy in and and the, and, the, and the fees they have to pay, as long as they got that and they can prove it. I think they get priority. I'm sorry. They help build. Yeah. They they helped make you be able to even consider having franchise. 
You would be nothing without these teams. Right. And then you say no to one of these teams. Team like, what yeah. happens next season when there is no CLG? Exactly. Team After Madison Square Garden yeah. just bought them. Yep. Team Dignitas is one of four active remaining founding teams of the NALCS. See if you can name the other three active remaining teams. From the beginning of NALCS, these are the four teams that have been it for the whole time. Now one of them is going to be gone. Well, you got, you got TSM. Team Solo Mid is one. C9. Or C9 is not one. Counter Logic Gaming. Counter Logic Gaming is one. Um, oh, shit. Um, I know Immortals are not. Immortals are not. <laughs> See, I know things. I will give you a hint that they changed their name. But it's the same founders, so they were formerly known as Team Curse. Yeah, I can't. I know, I know, but I. They were sponsored by Curse Gaming. They're not Envy, are they? No. What are they? I can't remember. Sci-Fi AJ would be disappointed. Oh, Team Liquid. Team yeah, yeah, Liquid. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so you have ten spots. You'd think at least the original four would be in there. Yeah, but you, but there the is rumors. Reason. There is rumors. This isn't confirmed, but there's rumors that there's a hundred applications that Riot is is going is going through. through. Over a yep. hundred applications. Yeah. So it'll be interesting um, to see a team that has been there for from the beginning. One of only four is supposedly had this leak on Twitter in the fact that. Um, their application didn't get accepted, so they're not going to be in it. So that makes me worry a little bit for these other teams. Like, I don't think I worry too much for teams like Team Solo Mid, Counter Logic, C9, stuff like that. I think we're gonna we're gonna see them in there, but I'm worried for like Echo Fox and Envy and, <laughs> and even Immortals. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is that like? I, I expect to see C9 and TSM and even Counter-Logic Gaming. If any of those get, like, displaced, I'll be upset. But, like, yeah, the, the smaller guys, like Phoenix, want FlyQuest. You know, like, these are teams that I still enjoy and I want to see them return. And I'm starting to get concerned that, like, you know, it's not going to happen. And then you wonder, like, what's going to happen to this Dignitas team? Like, there's talent on this team. What's, mm-hmm. You know, are they just going to be, are all their, like, now it says that they have to cut all their contracts because they're not in the league now. They have to cut their contracts within this time frame, which means all those players become free agents and what, just other teams just eat them up and then Dignitas yeah. just like, oh, well, sorry. Honestly, that's probably what you're going to see. You're going to see them have to cut the contracts and pay them <sighs> out, and then you're going to have, you know, team, team shenanigans that that somehow gets into the franchising and then they're literally just going to buy up contracts from Team Dig and you're going to see the same team just with different ownership and under new management. Now, you think they're doing this so they can get different teams in there that are maybe better than them or they're just I, doing I bet it's politics. It's, I bet yeah. it's behind yeah. the scenes ownership. Let's be honest, look at a lot of these owners that are happening now. You you have you have all this like all these organizations like Madison Square Gardens, uh, Philadelphia 76ers, um, you know, Rick Fox is, is on his own. He did it, he built it from himself. But like other things, it's all these like groups that already control the sports realm and now they want to control the esports realm. And it's just to me, it kind of feels like they're stepping in and using their power to push the little guys out. Gosh, and that's yeah. what bugs me. Because at the end of the day, what they're doing with this franchising, to me at least, is they're setting it up so that it becomes a fan cash grab, and they want control over being able to make sure that they're making money. 
Because let's be honest, in the past, before this franchise season, it was 100% possible for the people sitting at this table right now to, to build a team, finance it, and send them around to some, some lower-ranked lower League of Legends stuff and potentially earn a spot and generate enough revenue to get myself into a challenger league and then win myself a spot into the pro league. Mm-hmm. These us four at this table could technically do it. Not saying we were the players, saying we could start a team, find the players, get ourselves in position to actually get a spot, and then generate the the money, like you know, yeah, with investors or whatever. But now, with which which what you're saying, you're basically taking all that and just throwing it out the door and saying, Mark Cuban, come have a team. Like people, these established groups have a team. And uh, you know everybody else, you just sit back and enjoy the show. Sit back and watch your watch your Detroit Lions every week because the Ford family has it on lockdown. You know, and if we get a Michigan team, it'll be something like an Illich or Ford that'll be paying the money to have a team, and all these little teams will then just be liquidating their talent to that team because it'll be the only pro team allowed in those leagues. Little Caesar, pizza team, <laughs> right? Pizza team. Well, that's it for esports news this week. I don't like Root it. Root for Cloud9, October 22nd, 4 a.m. our time. Stay up and watch them. My prediction Wait, is still alive. Yes, 4 a.m. our time. What happened to the midnight start? That was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. My prediction is still alive. C9 winning Worlds 2017. Still alive. Honestly? All your predictions are dead, you son of a bitch. I said all three teams were going, so one of them still alive. All right, fine. <laughs> have a I'm, I'm a little disappointed that Jazzy and I's bet ended in a draw. And it's like, who's going to make it further? Yeah. Neither of our teams. I swear to I God. I thought one was going to make it. One of our teams was going to make it I jinxed myself because this, cause Immortals played first. And the second they went 0-4, I was like, oh, fucking Ethan just gave me this bet. No problems. TSM's coming out of this group. Easy peasy. And then they lost, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> now we're both standing here with our pants on our ankles looking like yeah. idiots. But Cable and I are standing strong. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right, uh, it's time for Muster Bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? So we don't do this every week, but I thought this week was big enough to talk about it. South Park, The Fractured Butthole, October 17th, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I'll go around the room with just a one one simple answer. It's must. 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 Bust from me. All right. Gran Turismo Sport hitting the PS4, October 17th. If you're if you're a racing fan, if you want to see what the PS4 Pro can really do, it's must. I was gonna say that if you're into like racing sims, it's a must. If you're not, then no. It looks gorgeous. I might, I might get it just to like give it a shot, because it just looks that pretty. It's a bust for a deadite. Yeah, I could just go out and drive my car. I'll be fine. WWE 2K18, October 17th for the PS4, Xbox One, PC, and not the Switch. The Switch will be later this fall. Must or bust, deadite. You're the one that's been hating on it, and now I'm hearing that you're debating about picking it up. I I think eventually I will possibly get a copy of this game either on Switch or PS4. I'm still at launch. I'm going to call it a bust because I don't trust 
these games to not be glitchy piles of garbage. I tried playing an older version with sci-fi a couple weeks ago. We had three matches on us freeze and yeah. we couldn't play. So I, I need to I need some actual reviews from players to decide if they're going to get my 60 bucks because right now I can't I can't trust 2K to I just like your through. answer there I think I think I eventually will possibly get a copy <laughs> yeah well if if the switch if the switch for you know I have to decide do I want PS4 or switch yeah and a lot of it's going to come down to if it's going to come down to stability if the game is stable and doesn't run like garbage then I'll probably buy it okay and then the last game for the muster bus this week Fire Emblem Warriors, October 20th for the Nintendo Switch. This is the uh, the Dynasty Warriors reskin as Fire Emblem. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm not a Fire Emblem fan. I, I enjoyed Hyrule Warriors, um, but I, I, I'm going to pass on this one. I, I have uh, Mario coming along right, right after, you know, a week after this. So, um, yeah, going to pass. A big old Burst. Burst. Must I guess? Well, no, I'm gonna say must for Fire Emblem fans like Sasha. I there know you he's go. a big Fire there Emblem fan. There you go. Like yeah, I said, but I think if you're a Fire Emblem fan, that still might not make you a Warriors franchise fan because it's just putting those characters within a whole nother style of game. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's a button masher, and yeah. it's something like basically it's a toilet game, and that's what it's fun. Especially yeah, if it's on the Switch, you sit there and play on the toilet for like five or ten minutes and. Man, there's other games I'd rather play on the toilet. But I'm just saying, if you're, it's so different than what Fire Emblem actually yeah, is. I agree. You can't say if you're a Fire Emblem fan, you got to play this. It really comes down to, are you you you're better off if you're like, oh, I really like Dynasty Warriors. This is a version of Dynasty Warriors I can play on the Switch. That's a better argument than if you like Fire Emblem. This is for you. I agree. If we're going with your logic, though, I would bust WWE because if I'm wanted wrestling, I'd just go in the backyard and wrestle my dog. Man, that's fair. That's super fair. That's cruelty to animals. It's yeah. something you, you can do it in real life. Okay, can, Mike Vick Jr. <laughs> Listen, he, if he's going to drive a car, I'm going to wrestle a dog. Man, I have a story. <laughs> I have one of those stories that I shouldn't nope, laugh, nope. About, Go on. I laugh about. Go on. No, 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 no. The camera's not Go on. on. Well, no, <laughs> just the way he started that. Yeah. Not, go on before we get I'm banned not, from everything. Oh, what were you going to say? <laughs> oh, <laughs> take us off the screen. Oh, I got a story. I got a story. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll listen to it after we cut the You're gonna, stream. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> right. Get in the Discord if you want to know. Let's wrap this up. We got to wrap this episode up. It's running a little little longer than I wanted. Uh, let's uh, let's get some Patreon love going out there, Jazzy. Man, patreon.com slash podcast. Go there. I hear that Ethan's going to type up something for patrons about this story, and that's where you can hear it. I might, I might so you t- have I to go to patron.com and become a patron today, and then you can, you know. I don't know if we want that on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not sure we want it on our Patreon. I think I tell people to go to the Discord. Okay, that's safer. Uh, yeah, hashtag than... dog wrestling. <laughs> oh, God. I, I need to make a snake pit channel where I can post awful things for people to read. Well, yeah. Awful thoughts admin. that Figure I have. it out. I, Password I, Oh, I know how to make a channel. Good. All right. Well, Got to be a Patreon to get the Snake Pit channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's the perk. You got to be a $20 patron if you want in the Snake Pit channel. People would pay it because you're that fucked up. Like, you're that, <laughs> you're that jacked in the mind that people would wonder what's in that channel. Okay. Um, why don't you, um, besides making people uncomfortable, why don't you tell them about our sponsor one more time? 
I make our sponsor uncomfortable every single week because they don't know what sort of poor pitch I'm going to make for the Detroit Beer Collective. DetroitBeerCollective.com is the greatest place in the known universe to buy products for your facial hair. If you are using the head and shoulders you use on the top of your head on your face, you might as well shave your beard because you're not a real man. Use proper beard care products from DetroitBeardCollective.com and use the checkout code MCGAMING to save 20% on orders of $25 or more. Man, retro gaming is your thing. Listen to the Legend of Retro podcast every Thursday in all the same great places that you can listen to us. All right. Um, anything else? This is our, our last chance to uh, advertise any streaming going on, Cable? Well, we're going to have a special pregame, uh, pre-show next week. That's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. And, and, well, know. we're not disclosing it, right? It's top no, secret? It's top secret. What time, what, what time do people tune in for this? The pre-show, which is what seven o'clock, six thirty. Six thirty, sorry, six thirty. Uh, Twitch.tv/slash Gamesold Podcast. All right, anything from Deadite or Jazzy Fiddle? Man, I just want to let everyone know that we are collaborating with a Legend of Retro gentleman in trying to create a very special stream for everyone. This is might have to do with you know Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, this is not. Uh, Legend of Retro. We are we are developing a new show that includes many members through the MCG. Just saying, get excited. The chops and I may or may not be collaborating to have a unique story that entwines our characters together. If you're involved in the story, I'm out. (laughs) If you'd have heard them on Destiny talking about this, it got really weird. (laughs) I believe it. That that makes sense. But yeah, stay tuned. We're going to uh, be releasing some more details for an up-and-coming new show. Hmm. Additional show. Fourth show. I, was, I didn't say anything else. That's it. I was it. unaware of all of this. Yeah. And it might be live Jazzy has on a Twitch. husband in this show. Uh, I can't say anything more. I'm going to get stabbed in my sleep. But uh, just remember, we are the Elite Free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, Game, game on! on. So okay, so the 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 guy nope, I used to know this nope, guy with his dog. Nope, nope. Wait, We're wait, still wait, alive. wait, wait, wait. Now go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the Discord.